Welcome to Reframe Your Life, a podcast for women who want to live and lead their lives differently and explore topics relevant to all areas of their life. You're listening to episode 31 of Reframe Your Life, and this week we're going to be talking all about transitions, what they are, how to work through them, and what we can learn during a season of transition in our lives. I'm here with Joanne Gibson, my co-host. And Joanne, I have a question for you. What's (laughs) (laughs) What's got your attention this week? I'm sitting here reflecting on the week where one of the largest countries in the world changed their leader. New president came into the United States and I kind of ignored it because I'll be honest, I'm not too happy about the whole situation. But wow, we're talking about change and transition. So it caught my attention, just the just the fact that the whole change in leadership caught the whole world's attention, whether it be positive or negative. What a great lead in. I I feel like I I just want to tell people we did not plan this at all. But that is such a good segue into the whole topic of transitions. Because yesterday I was, I had tried to avoid all the media yesterday, because whether you're for or against the new president, I I feel like there's just so much hype on both sides. And I I, I don't want to get into it because I'm, Mm. I feel like it's just a very polarized situation. And um, there's a lot of angst on both sides over this. And um, I just didn't want to even watch it. You know, it it just, there was Mm. too much in it for me. So but I did catch a little bit of the news and at the end of the day I put it on because I, I was curious and hmm. um, I thought, oh, I just want to see what's happening. And I started thinking about it in light of change and transition and thinking about how this podcast is perfectly timed to that situation and what's going on. So it is a transition that is happening now, a transition from one party to another, a transition from one leader to another. And it is a really critical time for new leadership and for the person in power to take leadership and to be able to figure out a way to bring people together. So let's just jump into this whole topic of change and transition and talk a little bit about what the difference is between a change and a transition because they are very different. So, yeah, so a change, uh, in my opinion anyway, and certainly people can disagree with me or you can, but to me, a change is situational. So it's an event. So you move, you go back to school, you start a new job, you get a new president, you get a new president elected. Those things are changes. But transition is more psychological. So it's the process that people go through to internalize and come to terms with the new situation that the change brings about. Does that make sense to you? Mm, Yeah, so... So perhaps the transition is 
a little bit more transformational. Mm -hmm. Would you say that? Yes, definitely. Mm. Yes. So if you think about a change in your life, and I'm really influenced by William Bridges' work in on transitions, and I think it's an important book for just about everybody to read. And he says that transitions are broken down into three phases. So a transition, there's an ending, and then there's a neutral zone, and then there's a beginning. So that makes total sense to me, Sandy, because initially I thought, okay, Sandy's going to ask me, like when have think of a time I've been through a change or transition. So I was getting ready, right? I was getting ready. <laughs> but as you've described, because I was thinking, oh, my move. But as you described that, I'm like, okay, my move from Alberta to Ontario was the change. Yes. But the tran- the transition at the time is my husband and I made a conscious decision that I wasn't going to look for work right away, that I was going to take the summer off, partly because of the context around me. We had lots of visitors and things. But it was also partly because I didn't know what I wanted to do at that time. So when you talk about the the kind of ending, neutral and beginning, I know you're going to explain them more, but I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of ended one thing. I moved over and then I was just... I was just being, I was just living, I was just exploring the region, I was doing research and then I was to choose, okay, what is my new beginning going to be? Does that, that yeah. is that what you were talking about, that, the difference? Yeah. That's okay. actually a great example and in a lot of ways, according to theory or the way you would want to help somebody in a major transition, you did a really good thing in taking time in between because a lot of times right. something ends, we rush into something right away and we don't give mm. ourselves time to really understand and go through the ending and into the transition. So uh, a transition, so the ending part, yeah, it's like you said, like you moved. The, so the change was the event, you moved, and mm-hmm. then you, but you ended, you left behind your job, you left behind your friends, your support mm-hmm. system, the community you had built in Calgary, and then you moved here. And you can't just create that again right away. Like there's a time, there's a transition time, this neutral zone in between before you really kind of begin and have, have started all you know into mm. your new life so it's kind of like you're you're unplugging from one situation and plugging into the new but you you need some space in between so it's you know um mm. it's it's kind of you know in change a lot of people want to just begin something they just you know it's like you know, a relationship ends and I'm just going to find someone else right away and get into a new relationship or, you know, I got fired from my job or I got downsized or right-sized or whatever it is and now I'm just going to replace that job and they don't give themselves to really go time to really go through a process of thinking, so how do I feel about losing that job? Do I even want to do that kind of work? You know, they're what what would my new life look like if I was to create kind of experience or work that I wanted to be in? So 
I, I've been really I, thinking a lot about transition. Go ahead. Yeah, well, this is part of uh, your expertise and what you're focusing your business on. I think it is important to acknowledge that difference. When you do create that space and acknowledge it as a transition and, and give yourself permission to reflect in that space, then you open yourself up to possibilities for more changes and growth but if you launch straight into the next relationship or the next job, then you can find yourself repeating those patterns of behavior or patterns of work that maybe you weren't happy with anyway, but you don't know unless you take that time to transition from one to another. Yes. So with your example about this week and the a new president being elected, uh, I think this really applies. So... For a lot of people, there's, well, for everybody, but people have different feelings around it, there's the ending. There's the ending of one president. And then there will be the beginning of a new leader. But there's been this transition time from the president-elect to allow for the old president to wrap up and the new president to ramp up and you know elect his team and figure out who he wants around him what hasn't happened in my opinion is that there hasn't been any real leadership around helping people in the country in the transition mm. you know it just seems like there's one side that's like just get on board you know we're really happy with this and everybody should just get on board. And then I even saw people saying, Brian and I were talking about this. There was, they were interviewing people. It's not funny, but there was this woman and, and they kept showing the same clip over and over again. And she kept saying, he's not my president. He's not my president. Well, he is your president, you know, like, <laughs> you know, Whoa. you might not like it, but he is your president. So I, I thought, this whole transition, one of the first things in transition that we need to help people do or we need to do for ourselves is, is let go mm. of the past. And there needs to be a time for people to come to terms with the new normal and to, um, and to grieve if, they're, if it's really an upsetting thing for them. There needs to be space for people to do that and to... Mm be allowed to be angry and upset and to um, go through a process to accept the reality. So I, I don't know. I've just been thinking about it. So in this letting, grow, letting go, this grieving, there needs to be a lot more communication um, about during times of transition so whether it's personal time like I, I don't know if you found that with Ashley if you, that when you go through a, a change if you find that your relationship you're talking a lot more about things like everything's sort of on the table did you find that when you're moving yeah to totally totally and I think that's part of the reason why we I mean we spend a lot of time with each other we do a lot of things because we've gone through some fairly significant changes and transitions where where there has only been us and we talk about relationships and so who can we communicate well we can only communicate with each other because we're brand new in a community and we don't know anyone yeah. um 
so totally, you know, talking about it. Um, I think this is where, like, part of the letting go um, phase of this is also where your sphere or your circle of influence, like, really assessing that, you know, so talk about people, I mean, they can't change it now, you know, the decision has been made, things are moving forward, whether we like them or not, but what is in your sphere of influence to help through this transition? And I think that's where we've seen another transition, which is what happened today. A lot of the the women's marches for um, equality and stuff has come up, and that's part of their transitional process of learning to accept the change, I would say. I could I, be wrong there. But. No, I totally agree. And I, yeah. I was thinking about transitions and, you know, sort of big life transitions that people go through, maybe an illness or, you know, I've had a few friends who have gone through divorces. And, you know, I think that there's this um, time where they're really having to process and mm. let go. And it doesn't happen quickly. Like it can take, it takes as long as it takes. I think it's like yeah. grieving and, and we can't put a time frame on it. So for some people, they can, you know, go through the process quicker and accept the new reality. And then for other people, it will take longer. And, um, but I mm. think when we're in a transition, we, we need to ourselves realize that there is no going back. So there, the changes happened. We can't go back. We don't have that job anymore. We don't have that leader anymore. We don't, you know, if mm. you if you have if somebody has uh, a baby, they can't go back mm -hmm. to not having a baby. You know, like <laughs> they just like they've had a child now, or you know, those things they've happened. Those events have happened, and now you have to let go of what life was before and start to create what life mm. is now. And I think defining what is over, but defining what isn't. Mm -hmm. Because when something, like you say, when something ends, something else has the opportunity to begin. And so that transitional space is where you are, where you can start to define what the opportunity for, for new things to begin is. That's where I think coming back to what, what is in my power how can I respect what happened in the past? And this also works with organizational change too, uh, everyone. It, you know, you get a new leader in the organization or a program has to finish or a team is changing, you know, you're getting more people in the team or less or you're restructuring. Same kind of process. Communication all the way through is very important. And, of course, uh, we're actually going to do something around, like, managing change in an organization. Um, but constant communication is important, constant dialogue with people about get, trying to get in touch with your feelings and, and trying to name them. You know, treat the past with respect, mm -hmm. honor it. But you can't stay living in the past. So so then working out however long it takes, like you say, what other steps I need to take to get through this phase and work to my new beginnings. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think when if our, you know, people are listening, our reframers are listening to this, it, they can think about a change in their life and a transition that they've gone through and just think about the ending and how... How did things end? Was it a welcome change or, 
And even if it was, or if it wasn't, things still ended. And so there was still a transition that you go through when something ends. And so, Sandy, can I jump in with a question here? I'm just mm-hmm. wondering about. Um like family dynamics changing. I don't know if you can remember when your children left home, for example. Uh, I know some of some of my friends, that's a significant change and they have to work, mm-hmm. work through how they transition into being a, a, a house with children in it to now back to a couple and, and children are just kind of stepping in to visit. And I say, don't worry, after four years of doing this schooling, they'll be back. But <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> right. So I found that part really hard initially when, when my kids moved out. They both moved out permanently around the same time, like within about six months of each other. And neither one of them came back ever. I think I think um, <laughs> they've both been home once for a night since then. Although <laughs> we live in the same neighborhood, so we see each other. So I didn't have yeah. that boomerang thing where that right. people I know where they their kids leave and they come back. They leave and they come back, and you know it's just I didn't have that. My kids both moved, and and um, so I found it really hard. And I remember um, feeling a little bit like the house is so empty and the house is so quiet and this is not, it just feels so lonely to me. And, um, it was definitely a transition. I felt I went through a real, um, letting go. That's the only way I can describe it where I, you know, would say to myself, well, you've done your job and that's your job is to launch your kids and you did it and they're gone. And, that's what you want. They're ha- they're happy and successful in their lives. So, get over it. Mm. <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it took me probably about six months, and during that six months was when I decided to go back to school right. and uh, do my master's degree. And then, you know, but you know, during that neutral zone time, I had to really ask myself, what do I want to create now? Like, what kind of life do I want to create? Was sort of a question for me. And I thought I wanted to do my master's degree. I wanted to do this. I wanted to do that. And now I have the time and the space and the opportunity to do that. And so I eventually started making those, taking those steps. But I I think it's normal and it's okay to go through sort of a little bit of an emptiness, sadness and recognizing that that stage of life is over because for most of us who raise kids it's about 20 years of our life so Mm. um but you do get through it I guess that's the thing and then you move into the new normal and now it's like how did I ever have kids in the house like you know it feels (laughs) like like I just think wow you know now I have like my time is my time and my life is my life and it's good. Like I'm, I'm happy with the new normal now, but it, it took a period of transition to get there. Good question. Yeah. And that's an awesome example because one thing ended and it created the opportunity for a new beginning of doing your master's, doing some study. And I'm sure there was feelings of anxiety and maybe you and Brian went through different processes in that time as well. So I'm sure there was probably lots of conversations during that time. 
Well, there was because around the same time, Brian lost his job that he had had for 15 years. So he was also in a, a really weird space. Right. So we went through a lot of transition at the same time, but, but it was really good. And I think that we both learned and that's when we really started reading and trying to understand how you, how you go through these, these transitions in your life. So, um, there's a quote that stood out for me at that time. And I think I had it on a calendar and it said, one doesn't discover new lands without consenting to lose sight of the shore for a very long time. I think that's what happens when we go through a transition and a change happens in our life. We lose sight of the land or the shore for a very long time and we feel like we're just in the middle and we don't see where we were and we don't see where we're headed. We don't see the shore and it can be really a difficult time for us. And it's um, a time when people become very anxious and they want something concrete. They want to rush the process. They feel very vulnerable. And uh, I'm in a bit of a transition right now. And I know that along with that feeling like I'd really like to know what I'm doing in a certain area of my life, I also feel very creative because there there's an opportunity within that transition to think I can make the future whatever I want it to be in a sense. So when you moved here, you could look for a totally different job if you wanted to. You didn't have to stay in the same kind of position that you were in. And I think initially, this is interesting, Joanne, I think initially you did try to look for something more like what you had done. Like you had went into a role in an organization that was maybe not the same kind of role, but it was a role in an organization that felt more solid to you. It's interesting you say that because when I left Calgary, I, I had to be very conscious not to look for jobs <laughs> because I it took me a while just to settle and be okay with you are going to have four months off. It's okay. Just use this time to get to know the community. Use this time to spend with your family because they're all coming over at different times. It's okay. And then as they started leaving, I think someone reached out to me and said, hey, someone wants to meet with you. They may have an opportunity. So I didn't actually, although I was in transition and I did use some of the time, I don't think I went deep enough. It was interesting that I was very conscious at that time. I said to myself, Sandy, don't look at jobs because if you see something, you'll feel like you need to go for it. Mm. You know, and I was, so I was just trying to be present. Very, very hard for me. <laughs> like I was just trying to be okay with that transition time and be present. And I knew as that time started coming to an end, I knew I would get more anxious and I knew I'd feel like, like you said, I'd need to, well, make a decision and do that. So, yeah, were there different things I could have done? Absolutely. And I don't believe in regret because I think you, I, I personally think I learned from every decision I make. And, and so I have, but you're right. I, I took a job and I love the people who I work with, but the job wasn't really feeding my soul. But it really helped me get to know people in the community. But then once I was really, really honest with myself, I'm like, okay, this is not really what I want to do. 
So then I went through another transitional process of, okay, I want to, I want to end this. But what is my new beginning? And, and then, you know what, Sandy? That's when I really did the deep dive. That's when I really said, well, you started out in public health. Do you want to go back into public health? Do you want to go into more full-time around your fitness? Is there something you can do around leadership and fitness? Like I really did more of the deep dive kind of on my in my second transitional phase, I guess. If, yeah. Right. And you know what? Yeah. All of that was probably a transitional phase, like the yeah. job and then the, the deeper dive. I think all of that was part of you going through a time – before you kind of landed where you are now and started your own business and you know all of those things I think led to you to where you are and they were all part of the process for you and I, I, I guess that's the whole point of understanding transitions for me and for our listeners is that recognition that when somebody goes through a change so you move you uh, a health loss trauma job crisis, whatever it is, uh, something ends in your life. We need to learn as leaders and in leading our own lives, how we can normalize that transition in a way, how we can learn to live in that tension of the transition and the neutral zone and how we can support people around us in those places because a lot of us want to hurry up to the next thing yeah. right yeah it it's Brene Brown who said you know when you you start a project it's all very exciting and when you end a project it's like yeah but that middle bit it's chaos it's uncomfortable it's it's a bit ambiguous. It's and and that kind of it's the same kind of thing. Yeah, love it. Yeah, exactly. Love it. And that's so. I've been through a year of ending things. So it's it's been 2016 for me was a year of wrapping up projects that were not feeding my soul. To use your your great mm. words there. And that were not really life-giving, but they were good. They weren't great. They were good work, and there were things I enjoyed about them, often the people that I worked with or those kinds of things. But they weren't really taking me to the next place or where I feel like I want to go in my work. And so I'm in that transition place now where I'm really asking that question about what I want to create in my work and what's next for me in my work. And uh, I'm feeling like I'm, in a sense, living a little bit of what I'm going to be doing around working with people in transition and supporting people in organizations in transition and um, coaching people going through transition. Because mm. we're always in transition. Age is yeah. a transition. True. Right? Yeah. Aging is a transition. Every... every um, so many years you find yourself in a different stage of life you know you're young you're just starting out you're buying a house you're you know getting your education there's just all these things and now you know brian's about five years out from retirement that's a big transition mm. yeah yeah when things start to get a bit the same that's when i get bored <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know so I think what we're saying here is the process will take as long as it takes. P 
people need to do that in their own way. I think as long as as long as they're not staying stuck in the past, as long as they they've got the time to grieve the past, accept the past, acknowledge the past, honor the past, whatever that is, mm-hmm. and then there's a movement forward. And no one can dictate how long that will take. And then you're able to like you said, Sandy, be creative and launch your new beginning. Exactly. And I feel like that new beginning will be really strong and healthy if you spend the time doing that deep work in the transition. That's what Mm. I've learned. You can't rush into it. Just really listen to what's next and do that work and then you'll be ready for it. And um, I, I don't know. I just think it's exciting. I think that... You know, when you launch a new beginning, it's always, like you said, a lot of fun. It's always easy to begin things, to start a new job, to start a new position, to buy a new house, to begin a book and to be able to say to people, I'm doing this. I've started this new thing. It's hard to say to people, I'm in a transition and Mm -hmm. I'm not really sure what's next I'm doing the hard work of really figuring that out and coming to terms with that things aren't going to be the way they used to be. It's hard to say that. I think we need to find a way to do that better for each other and to to say, oh, that's really great. You know, what are you thinking or what's been helpful or what's been difficult for this in this situation for you? And, you know, a lot of people, something ends for them and then they kind of go into this abyss, this kind of neutral zone and they come out on the other end in a totally different place that they never would have gone to if something hadn't ended and changed in their reality. And they are so much better for it. They're so much more Mm -hmm. aligned with their true self and feel so much um, more content and kind of look back mm. and think, well, you know, as difficult as that was, I am so glad that I had that experience, that I went through that trauma of that situation because it, it launched me in a whole different direction. So I was thinking about our, our reframing model and how it applies so well to a transition We need all of the things that we talk about. So reflection is so important when you're in that neutral zone. Being able to just stop and really think about who you are and what you want and and ask yourself some deep questions and really pull in some close relationships and, and some friends around you to help you navigate the transition. And, um reality you know being really attuned to what's the current reality is not denying it but facing it Mm. not trying to hold on to the past but recognizing where you are and then eventually that new beginning is really about realigning and coming out on the other side with fresh purpose and fresh vision for your life I love that. And as you were saying that, I'm like, yeah, we're encouraging people to be in transition all the time <laughs> with our podcast. And that new beginning, I think, yeah, definitely engage the relationships. Understand that it's going to potentially take a lot of communication 
and a lot of engaging of your relationships to bring people with you in that new reality or that new beginning, whatever it is. Especially if you've had some significant transformational change, like personally to you through that process, you've got to communicate that and bring people with you. And some people won't come with you. That's okay too. Manage expectations of the people around you. Manage your own expectations on how long this will take. I think that is another huge one to really think about. So I was just thinking one last thought I had. I mean, I could talk about this for a while, Joanne, but one last thought I had, because I want to be sensitive to our listeners as well, is that sometimes when we don't do the work in a transition, like you're saying, of really communicating and managing expectations and creating a new plan and really involving people, that's when we find ourselves being pulled back into an old reality, an old situation. I don't know if you've ever encountered that. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they didn't really end and begin and go through a neutral zone of transition in managing all of the change in their life. Mm. They just changed. They just started something new without recognizing the way it was going to impact other things in their life. Yeah, that's a good point. Absolutely right. Lots and lots of food for thought, Sandy. And I know this is certainly what your business is is focused on. So if you're going through some you know, significant transitions or just want to keep the conversation going, you can always check in on our Facebook page or reach out to Sandy through her website. We love talking about this stuff and I know you'd yes. love to have a conversation with anyone about it too, Sandy. <laughs> Exactly. So thank you. Thanks for indulging me in talking about a topic that's so close to my heart these days and really something I'm very passionate about helping people understand. The last thing I wanted to say, Sandy, to all our life reframers is, you know, there's so much there and, and there's so much pressure we put on ourselves. So just remember fundamentally to be kind to yourself. Be kind to yourself. Hi Life Reframers, did you enjoy our episode today? If so, please leave a review on iTunes or Google Play. Also check us out on all our social media avenues via reframeyourlife.ca.